guys, it's Melissa. And I'm Jill. And we are Paramormal Podcast. We are two moms here to talk all things paranormal. We will provide full body chill episodes of our favorite cases that you will never forget. So be sure to tune in each week to hear new captivating cases based on facts, research, and of course, encounters. Welcome back, everyone, to a brand new chilling episode of Paramormal Activity. If you guys are new here, we are Melissa. And I'm Jill. And we are two mo- two new mamas that can't stop obsessing over everything paranormal and can't speak, apparently, which if you guys are <laughs> listening to us weekly, you know that's the case with me. And me, too, believe me. But guys, be sure to follow us on Spotify so you don't miss out on our future episodes. They are posted every Monday. Please share, rate, and comment this episode. You can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And, of course, before we get into our scary topic of tonight, um, Jill, why don't you start with your spooky story? All right. So, guys, this story actually relates to one of our episodes we did about the black-eyed children. Ooh. So, yeah, this one's pretty eerie. They I exist, guys. They exist. Oh, yeah. Wait, you hear <laughs> this story, too. So, this was um, from a Redditor, and... Actually, uh, I told them I'm going to be sharing their story, so hopefully they'll check out this episode. I'll let them know when uh, it's aired. Now, uh, the title is Northeast PA, so Pennsylvania, uh, Possible Black-Eyed Children slash Demon Children Sighting. Mm. So let's get into this. And I like how they say demon. I know. I right? mean, not like, but you know what I mean. No, like, exactly. It's interesting. No, it is. I, I don't think it's the alien theory if you guys listen to that episode. But anyway, sorry. Yeah. No, don't <laughs> I be. I could talk for but hours. You guys. you guys should definitely make sure you check out the Black Eyed Children episode. Yes, if it you was definitely a good one. Because this ties into it. All right, so here we go. It says, first, um, they wrote that they posted this in the Black Eyed Children thread, but would like to share here because there are more members who might be able to help. So this is kind of like an ongoing investigation they're trying to figure out. So maybe we can help them out. So it says, I hope to have some insight, comments, advice, or help on what happened about two weeks ago. I'm a little familiar with the black-eyed children phenomenon, but need some help to identify what exactly happened to help two family members who have not been right since the sighting. Mm. Yeah, so right there, I'm like, oh, God. So now in 2015, I moved with my family to a foreclosed six-bedroom home on 14 acres, straight up in the middle of nowhere in the Poconos. So, yeah, Poconos if you're familiar is, with the Poconos, yeah. yeah. It could be creepy. Yeah, it definitely can be. you got to drive like 20 miles to get to a gas station. Anyways, so it says, My father and I noticed very weird things going on the second we moved in, but my mother and sister seemed to not notice these things. Everyone besi- besides me and my dad and my entire family are the, oh, it was the wind type of people, if you get what I mean. <laughs> so they're going to dismiss all, you know, all the stuff going on that's probably paranormal. Now here it says, um... There is some evidence that the entire area of where this house is located is haunted, as in ghosts and Native American uh, burial grounds and other things. Now, historically speaking, with actual evidence, people settled here around the old mill area long ago and brutally killed many Iroquois Indians. Mm. This area is very spread out over miles of heavily wooded mountains. So now two weeks ago, my uncle on my mother's side and his girlfriend come visit my parents' home. They do this quite often as my parents always have people over for beer, games, bonfires, etc. Sound like a fun group of people. I want to hang out with them. Right? Now it says, I just want to start off by saying my uncle is a non-believer, a Harley rider, 
who to this day, I have never seen him really scared of anything or anyone before the sighting. Now, I mean, I hate to say like, oh, it's cool that it happened to him, but it's like kind of cool to see somebody that never believed actually be like, oh, shit, I think this is real. Yeah, it's like kind of in your face, right? right? (laughs) It's true. So now it says, my uncle and his girlfriend are playing foosball with my parents when they realize it is 1230 a.m., so they decide to head home. They take all back roads, and once they turn onto Running Valley Road, which is six minutes from the house, my uncle's girlfriend sees two figures. They were pretty far away at this point, but it was two small figures waiting to cross the road, like right then and there, middle of the night, in the Poconos, no one around you. I'd get nervous. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? Who wouldn't? Now it says, just to mention, there was nothing out here. No houses besides one abandoned one that was still two miles up the road. Only thing in the vicinity is a cave. These figures were attempting to cross the road to go into the woods, which was very odd because of the time and the location. They are now approaching these figures. Headlights start to shine directly on them. Both my uncle and his girlfriend see two young girls, age 9 to 11, approximately. Now, could you imagine this? Like, around 1 a.m. seeing two little girls in the middle of nowhere on a street. Yeah, that's definitely, especially when they're younger. I know. So it said one was much bigger than the other. They were wearing what my uncle best describes as early 1900s church clothing, like dresses to the knee with white cotton shawls or crop sweaters and flats. Weird, right? What the fuck are two 10-year-olds doing at 1230 in the the morning in the middle of nowhere wearing church clothing? They also noticed the bigger child had her arms wrapped around the smaller one, like you would do if she was hurt, scared, or cold. At this point, my uncle's girlfriend is like, it's children, we need to stop and help. Mm. Oh, God, so here no, we go. No, you don't, no, you don't. Now, at this point, the truck is almost right next to the, the little girls. Both had their heads held down. So then the bigger of the two starts to pick her head up to look at the passing vehicle. Then both my uncle and his girlfriend notice the girl has no eyes, just black holes as if they were carved straight from her face. So, and that's when you run. Yep, that right there, I... Ugh. So it says, the girlfriend says, what the fuck was that? You saw that, right? Oh, my God. Turn around and go back right now. My uncle, scared shitless, takes the fuck off flying to get home. Just letting you know, I'm just reading it. How that, it is, guys. Uh, yeah. I'm the uncle, guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm the uncle. So they get home, and they get into an argument because she wants to drive back and see what was up. She grabs her own car keys, and my uncle basically was like, you're not going back there. We are never going on that road again. He calls my parents in an extreme panic, tells them, and they start bugging because they know he would never lie or be that freaked out if it wasn't warranted. So my mom starts to tell me everything. Mind you, my fam knows nothing of black-eyed kids, never heard of it before. I send my mom an article to forward to my uncle with some of the very basic info. Young kids, no eyes, dreadful feelings, sometimes outdated clothing, hitchhiking or at your door looking for help, etc. Which, again, we covered a lot of all that in our episode. This is like literally sounding like to a T, like our episode. It, like it is. I feel like it's, <laughs> that's why I yeah. told them you got to check it out. So now they just wrote, now my whole family is bugging. Sorry for this being so long. Wanted to give all the info. Please let me know what y'all think or let me know if you experienced something similar to this. Yeah, definitely. I mean, who, who was, do you have the username of that individual? I do. So it's uh, H. Van Gordon. Well, H. Van Gordon, I'm definitely... 1993. Sorry, 1993. Sorry, yep. H. Van Gordon, 1993. Definitely hit us up. DM yeah. us. I would love to help you in this situation. But everything yeah. that you are describing to me, 
I mean, to us, yeah. to the world, if you put it on Reddit, it's sounding like that was a black-eyed children experience. Now, when, when you say that your relatives are unwell, what, what, yeah. what, what do you mean Exactly. Like, that? did they, because typically from our research, but it doesn't mean our research is, that's the only thing that can happen, but it says that they usually have to, like, invite them in for it to for them to, like, take yeah, over. So if yeah. they just drove past them, but. Yeah, if you're seeing them on, if you're seeing them on the road, yeah. it's, you know. Or in passing, they really shouldn't have a harm. It's more of, you know, yeah. when you've let them into the home, because that's when you're just... That's it. You basically told them it's okay. You can, uh, yeah. can enter. Yeah, but to me, that definitely sounds like yeah. you have an experience with them. And it's definitely interesting because it's, you know, they exist. Like, this yeah. is just proof that they, that they do exist. And the, the Poconos and isn't that far either. Come on. No, it's, right, it's like... Right it, around... I mean, Jill, we got, you know, a couple of hours in between us, you know. um, Yeah, I don't know. I would just say that you definitely had an experience, but, but, you know, I I would need to hear more of what's going on. So definitely, definitely DM us on Instagram, Twitter, wherever. Email us. We would love to help you. Definitely. And if there's any other experiences, you know, that... They, like you said, they're not feeling well. If they're having any like vivid like dreams or anything else they remember, and we'd love to share if that's okay with your uncle and the girlfriend, more their story. Absolutely. Oh, well, that definitely left me some goosebumps. Right, that it did. <laughs> but tonight, though, tonight's episode, guys, is really, really, it's kind of one of those things that just will stick with you, this case. Mm-hmm. Um, tonight, we'll, we will be discussing the story behind Candace's most haunted house. And we assure you, it will give you nightmares. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um, yeah, I remember seeing this episode, which we'll get into, on Ghost Adventures, like, years ago. And this is kind of one of the episodes that just stayed in my head. Like, mm-hmm. we'll get more into it. I don't want to give it away before we start digging in. But it's definitely definitely an interesting house. I mean, Jill were actually talking about possibly being able to visit it. That would, I think that would be awesome. Yeah, but, you know, it's, it's creepy. In Kansas, so we, you can go on Zillow and look at the pictures. <laughs> I will <laughs> gladly do that. I've seen I know, I've I, seen other pictures. I haven't seen the Zillow. Look. I freaked myself out. So it's oh fine. god, you know Jill. Me. <laughs> I'm surprised you even showed up tonight. I know. I'm surprised <laughs> I'm here. Uh, but of course, we have an address, guys. It's 508 North Second uh, Street in Atch- Atchison, Kansas. Um, it's visited by hundreds of people a year, so you could definitely go and see that if you're in the area. Mm-hmm. We definitely want to check it out by hearing this episode the house is currently not occupied it's available for daytime visits and overnight visits <clears throat> jill let's go daytime <clears throat> daytime visit <laughs> yeah right um but i don't really want to say this because jill definitely won't be going after being this off I'll but drop you off. a waiver is required due to potential injury although no injuries have been reported since it was occupied in 1993 that's what the visit ashenson's website mm-hmm. says but there's other things that i have said that i've read that dispute that um, but it's, you'll be, you'll be fine. You'll live. <laughs> it was originally, <laughs> it was originally built at the turn of the century of the 1800s. And this house became the residence, residence of an Atchison physician named Dr. Charles Finney. The front of the house served as an office space and examination rooms while the doctor and his family lived upstairs. So I read that. I'm like, wow, it's kind of like my pediatrician that I bring. To Char- <laughs> there Charlotte. you go. Um, but, of course, you know, this is where it gets spooky. Mm-hmm. One day, a frantic mother arrives carrying her six-year-old daughter, allegedly named Sally. 
the child had collapsed from severe abdominal pain. And then Dr. Finney, he diagnosed her with appendicitis and advised surgery right away. He just thought that it had to come out like that second. And, you know, this is the 1800s, so they did different, they did things differently. Um, they um, took her in and, sorry, I, guys, I can't read. I need to bring my glasses and <laughs> You would just think that I would learn by now, but I, but I haven't apparently. But um, he believed that the appendix, like I said, was about to be bursting, and he began cutting into her Ugh. before the anesthesia, the anesthesia took full effect. Now, Sally's screams were horrendous, and then, of course, the poor thing was feeling that all that pain. She was awake. She was seeing it happening. I can't even imagine. Oh, six years old. Literally. My uh, heart. It's like, I have, to get, I have to get surgery in two months, and I'm like, this is like my fear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's a whole other episode for a different day. But, um, so, of course, this poor girl is terrified out of her mind. She grows um, pale and limp. And then she soon, unfortunately, passes on the operating table. And her last memories were of a man whom she believed was torturing her because she was six years old. And yeah, that's just that. That's just beyond terrifying. Oh, my heart hurt reading this. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, so, of course, that leads to many hauntings. Mm-hmm. So nothing was r- really reported up until about 1993. But it was known kind of amongst the town that this was a haunted residence. Though the house had long been, you know, haunted, Sally's haunting grew ominous in 1993, like I just said, when the house was rented to a young couple named Tony and Deborah Pickman. Their dogs seemed to growl at nothing, especially near the upstairs mm. nursery, which is creepy. That's, yeah, creepy as hell right there. Yeah, like I, I, I remember one of the houses that I moved into when I was younger, and my dog Tuffy just ran upstairs, and she was just barking. And absolutely nothing in the closet. And I was just kind of like, okay, but yep. no one's even lived here. It's a brand new house. Oh, So that geez. just, that just, oh, and her hair was like sticking up. So I read that and it was like, oh my God, PTSD. Oh yeah. It's terrifying. And then unfortunately things began to take a violent turn. But, you know, it gets a little bit worse than that. Just between violence amongst people, um, fire breaks out in the house, and a series of sinister attacks on the husband begin. So this case mostly is focused on Tony Pickman. Um, He describes that the operating area in the house would become cold at times. Objects would visibly move when the young man man drew drew near. So I guess when he was approaching the house, I mean, sorry, wow, approaching the room, things would just start to pick up activity. And then he would then feel scratches upon his chest were abdomen which is interesting since the appendicitis exactly. surgery like the thing. Yes. Yep. But he did say that the ghost never attacked the wife or the baby, which, thank God for the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's still terrifying. It's just like, it just, you just hear that, and you just listen to those, you know, descriptions of what was going on. You're like, this, this right? entity like, had it out for this man, you know? I, I was thinking I'm, in my head, I'm like, oh, well, if it's the little girl Sally, maybe she's just associating Angry, yeah. a man another like with the doctor that did her surgery and she's just trying to attack a man for hurting and killing you know that was what i was getting at but i don't know Ugh. yeah yeah and then of course the pickmans they get you know they get help they seek help they contact the kansas paranormal group and after many extensive investigations um it was discovered that sally wasn't the only ghost haunt in the home 
but a middle-aged woman as well. And they believe that that's the person that has been behind the more frightening attacks. That's interesting. Like it a, is. An older middle-aged woman and a younger kid. Mm-hmm. I've read reports that some believe that the woman was the mother, but I don't know if that's the case. I don't know how a mother could be haunting that place, too. But, um, you know, maybe the energy was just so st- strong left there when she found out her daughter passed. I don't know. No, it could be. You don't know. Um, and then, of course, other visitors of the Sally House had to, you know, had to, had to let us know how, well, let us know what, what they experienced there. Um, they experienced mysterious coldness, physical touches. They've had unexperienced scratches or bruising. I'm sorry, unexplained scratches or bruising on their bodies during or after visits. Jeez. They've experienced moving objects. They've experienced batteries that are full immediately and completely draining. And they have video and investigative equipment that have stopped working there as well. And also, they people have brought trained guide dogs there that refuse to enter the nursery. So That's, that is definitely ugh. hearing those things from different people. You know, you got you to gotta also think, though, like, these people know that this house is haunted. So. Exactly. So you're going there. Yeah. You have to sign a waiver, so you do know. But, oh, my God, the scratches are bruising on the body, too. Like, something physically happening. Like, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, the battery's draining. A lot of things can that happen. That always too. happens to me. The yeah, battery's that's draining. That's right. I know you always say your laptop will shut down on you. you, t- you know. Yeah, now, now it's like, a, now my house, it's, it's affecting the, um, yeah. the baby monitor. I'm like, really? Come on. Oh, my gosh, that's right. You told me that. <laughs> Yeah, which is making me a little bit nervous. Ugh. So, of course, you know, it of course around Char. But, yeah, I mean, this is definitely this is definitely all scary activity yeah. that, that is being reported to, you know, to really label this place as the most haunted, haunted house in Kansas. I could definitely see this being a very extremely haunted house. Oh, without a doubt. Um, and then, of course, Zach Bagans comes in and he does an episode, which... To this day, like I said before, it just it just sticks with you. It's really, really creepy. And the upstairs, I guess it's the attic. The attic of the house, um, they, they had tons of toys that they put up there, including, you know, balls. And they move. And there's been video footage of that being, you know, documented. Not just on Ghost Adventures, but, like, they, they sh- definitely there was activity in, in Ghost Adventures upstairs in that attic of a toy or two moving like being knocked over and oh my god it terrifies me oh yeah that shit always oh anytime yeah. i see that type of stuff i'm like no yeah and it wasn't just zach bagans that came in uh-huh. and investigated the place but it was interesting because he had tony pickman on on that episode so it was interesting to hear what he had to say definitely but the, the sally house is a frequent stop for ghost investigators and those that do study the paranormal and I have here, it says, in a room. I thought it was the attic. Maybe it's just a room that kind of, like, has those, could, those yeah. smaller... Well, has, like, the um the ceilings I mean, coming down, if yeah. that makes sense. But, you know, there's also, you know... Of course, there's also doubters of the Pikmins. <laughs> Jill is pulling I'm up. I'm pulling it up. It She's probably... Up. It looks like an attic type Yeah, room. like, it has, like, the down... like the, It um, does. It's probably the... I keep saying, like, the down ceiling, if you exactly. guys know what I mean. Yep. Yeah, it's definitely. It's very, creepy. very, very creepy looking. I definitely have yep. terrible vibes. I do too. I don't know. I mean, and then we have Sean Daly coming in with his, you know, with he needs to go ahead and voice his opinion. Apparently, 
<laughs> he, he was actually a Sean Daly. He's an anthropology professor at Lehigh University who has researched the history of the home. He says that there was never a girl named Sally who lived in town. And he goes on to say, really, up until 1990, there's no activity associated with that house. But he even believes that there was something creepy about the house. He stated also that weird stuff happens in that house. We've had objects move. We've had people get scratched, windows, blinds open and close. Mm, so see, even someone who's technically, it sounds like, a non-believer. Yeah, I, 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 I can see where he's going. That You know, yeah. he did the research, which you always, if you're going to be really investigating a home, mm-hmm. a town, anything, you always have to do your research. Nope, and historically, true. I guess they've seen that there was never a Sally, but... What if, you know, that was just a nickname? You know, I don't know. It could be, yeah. Also, demons, they do tend to, like especially in the Annabelle case, they tend to resemble a young girl or a young child to kind of get you to trust them. Yeah, So you think, you know, they're cute, they're innocent. That's what you're thinking in your head, you know, when you see the young girl. Yeah, and, like, where where else would they get the story of Dr. Finney and and everything like that? I'm assuming that this is all information that Sally has passed down to the Pikmin somehow through the investigation to, mm-hmm. to the investigators that they hired. I don't know. But that's interesting. You have a whole story about this and you have an anthropologist saying, Nope, that never happened. Exactly. But it is haunted. Yeah. No, it's true. It is interesting. And unfortunately, I mean, like you say, you're gonna do your research, you're gonna always find you're always gonna find contradicting contradicting information especially in this field definitely you know you know you always have the non-believers believers but then you want to get to the real like facts of what people saw the the photos the images the footage yeah and it's still it's a huge tourist attraction so people have to believe that it that that this has happened that it's that it is severely haunted and that they also it's interesting because i guess the it's not occupied now at the moment but they have obviously so you know if you're running tours someone has to own it or be in charge of the home, whether it's a town or whoever, um, but they always leave a radio on at night for Sally because that's what she prefers. Jeez. I found that within my research, and I'm like, uh, what does she listen to, Z100? <laughs> the line. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, with, if, for those uh, that are not familiar, those are two popular stations by us but um, in Long Island. But I don't know, man. It's definitely, uh, I would love to definitely investigate it. It definitely it reminds me of, like, the orphanage that I investigated I went on a tour. It wasn't like a full investigation, but, you know, um, in Gettysburg where they had, like, the toys lined up in the orphanage, and those went off. Oh, gosh. And, yeah, it was really creepy. Oh, I'm sure it was. <laughs> Sometimes Charlotte's toys go off and she's sleeping. I'm like, yep. a deer in a headlight. It's, it's terrifying. It is. You know, when you experience it for yourself, it makes it that much more real and that oh, much yeah, more definitely. creepy than just hearing it. Definitely. Which is still creepy enough, but when you ugh, when you actually go through it firsthand, it's but, uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. And if you guys are interested in stories like this, with this story definitely mm-hmm. catches your attention. I highly recommend you checking out the Ghost Adventures episode. It was like definitely one of the better episodes that I that I've watched on that show. It's just yeah, especially at the end when they saw the when they documented the toy moving. I'm like, hell freaking no. I'm out. <laughs> I'll be in the car waiting. Jill will be shaking. I'll be in the car. I'll be at the bar having a drink while Melissa's doing the investigation. Yeah, right. You're going to leave me there with the toys moving. Like, I'll I, FaceTime. I'll FaceTime her. Oh, don't worry, oh guys. thank you. I thank won't you. leave I her that, it. you know. That you, I can just imagine us going up there and, like, 
having like the circle of toys and like a ball just moves and Jill like literally That's shitting it. her pants. Literally, I'll probably have to wear one of my daughter's diapers <laughs> while we go on that trip. <laughs> right, the overnight diaper. <laughs> God bless. So, so let us know, guys, what you guys think about this about this house. Would you guys go on a tour there? Do you, you know, what do you guys think about the yeah. anthrop- anthropologist kind of contradicting? The story, I mean, I, I think it's something definitely demonic there of some sort. I, I don't know. Yeah, whether or not there really was evil, I, Sally, I should say. There's definitely something going on. Yeah, because house. there was a tragic death that, that, that yeah. occurred. And there was, you know. Yeah. Uh, or, I mean, supposedly there was a death. Otherwise, it's just severely haunted. And whatever yeah. it is that's trying to capture everyone's attention, it knows that they can play that the child card. And. Mm-hmm. And what's it called? And scare people. They they know what they're doing, but I don't know. Yeah. It's just it's just so sad. Like as especially as moms, like hearing that they're you know this poor girl went in for stomach pains and died. Like ugh, I can't even imagine her just being cut open like that. Oh, I can't. It's uh, it's sickening even thinking about that. Seriously, seriously. So let us know, guys, what you think. Mm-hmm. We definitely want to hear your opinions on this fact or on this matter. I should say. I can't. <laughs> Man, it's like so hard when I when I we're still again we're not having a, a beverage of choice. We're I know drinking water. And I actually coffee. have to go pick up more beverages because you know terrible host, man. I know. Terrible. It's like we've gone through a lot of wine, so it's like all of a sudden <laughs> we've needed it. But you know these we need babies the wine having, with these girls. My daughter gets up at six a.m. right in a party, so it's it's tough. It's a long freaking day. It is a long freaking day, <laughs> but worth it though. These years go by so fast, right? It's true. Uh but also, I want to talk to you guys. If you guys, I was like trying to show Jill before, but I couldn't pull up a video because she's not on the TikTok world. I know I'm still I, like I'm an the amateur. one I manage our TikTok she account. Does. She has to show me how to like work it one day. I'm like yes, a, yes, feel like an yes. old lady. <laughs> it's like talking to like your grandma. It's like trying to show her something. But there's like these videos now of like Beyonce possessed, and it's creeping me out. Yeah, you have. It to is creeping find me out. I, I definitely, I, I'm a big believer in the Illuminati. And all that stuff. I'm kind of like, come find me. I, I want to join. I want to be famous. Like, come on. I want to be rich and, you know, living the life. I say that kidding, obviously. But yeah, I hope you are. Not, you know, if you show up, I won't turn you down. Like, I won't allow you <laughs> over here again. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, my God. Uh, but, but let us know if you guys saw that video. I want to hear your thoughts. I can't. I'll, I'll find it later. Uh, I'll send Jill and scare her like one a.m. I won't be- open it, but whatever. No, I'll open it tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, I advise you if you get a message from me at one a.m., don't open. Ignore it, it until there the morning. Go. Thank you. But yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely, I think she's she missed she mixed around messed around mixed around same crap right same shit different day. <laughs> <laughs> I think she definitely you know got herself involved in Jeez. something crazy. I think all these celebrities have. Yeah, something going on. Yeah, definitely. You hear people, and you're kind of like, okay, you have a good voice, but like you're not that good. So, well, how the hell are you? Yeah, no, it's <coughs> true. Katy Perry, but I mean, you know, <laughs> well, I don't know. A lot of them, I think, how are that, overrated. How that name just come out of thin air? I mean, not throwing shade. I do love Katy Perry, but you have to sit there and think, like, how are you this famous? <laughs> I mean, I've met her, and she's just not a nice person. So oh, I have did. you met her? See, that, uh, yeah, that I, then rubs me the ago. wrong way, too. If you don't years even have a good personality. Years and years ago in high school, many, many moons away from now. But maybe people change, so hopefully she changed for the better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's hope so. Right, we're going to be contacted by her lawyers tomorrow morning, right? <laughs> there you go. I'm going to be like, I was no part of that, Katie. 
<laughs> She's a huge fan, Katie. Okay. She loves you. I'm going to throw Melissa under the bus. <laughs> throw me under the bus. I'll take it. But let us know, guys. And also, mm-hmm. we, we've been thinking about doing some on-site investigations. I think it will be hysterical to tape. Of course, Jill will literally be sh- shitting her pants. And me. Oh, I'll, I'll probably be, be like, crying, literally, <laughs> like hysterical. Let, let us know if you guys would be interested in watching that. That well, that would go on our YouTube channel, Yeah, to make fun of me. Thanks. No kidding. <laughs> we'll have a roasting, there roasting you go. A video of Jill. <laughs> Just providing all the funny clips that have happened. It's true. Let us know, guys, what you think. We love hearing from you. Um, of course, like we said before, we are on Twitter, we are on Instagram, we are on YouTube, and of course, Spotify and iHeartRadio. Thank you guys for listening to us. I loved researching this episode, and we love discussing it, and we love hearing how much you guys love our episodes. And it's funny, though, cause I gotta say, because I have people contacting me, my friends are like, I, I can't listen because it's it's so scary. I'm like, oh my god! I know so many people. People say that to me too. They're I'm like, like, it's not that. Sc- I'm like, we're not doing it. We're I not say, conjuring during anything. the day. It's fine. If I'm you like, listen well, yeah, calm the day. down. Nothing's coming through the radio. Would you guys relax? If I can be a part of this and do this, guys, you can handle it. Because as much as I love all this, like investigations that were, you know, that we've researched, we haven't actually done the investigations. I'm a chicken. Soon. I'm a little baby. So, like, if I can handle this stuff, you can listen to it. <laughs> seriously and that's that says a lot from jill's mouth to your ears seriously (laughs) it does say a lot oh god Uh, well thank you guys for listening as as always stay safe and h and was it h gordon oh eight yeah oh god bless us it was (laughs) hold on sorry no, we're when not you, making fun of your name. We're just no, so we're tired. not. We're we, so tired. I know it was 1993 at the yes, end. Yes, please, please contact uh, us. Yes. I definitely want to help us. you. I can help you. I want to help you. Yeah, please we, get in touch with us. Yes, it was H. Van Gordon. 1993. I wasn't, I wasn't wrong. Nope. I mean, I wasn't we're far right. Wrong. H. Van Gordon, please 1993. Please contact us. And goes for all of you guys. If you guys have had any experiences with anything, we're here to help. Yep. So have a safe night, guys. See you next week.